Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. How foolish I was when I was a puppet. Carlo Collodi. Pinocchio. So, hello, hello, hello. Good evening, good afternoon, good night, friends, enemies, lovers, everyone in between. If you're coming back to the podcast, thank you and welcome again. If you're new to the podcast, thank you and welcome for the first time. If you are new to the podcast, please like, comment, share on whatever social platform you are listening to this on, whichever time of day, time of year. It really helps in this whole scope of social media. Thank you very much. But I digress. Taking control of your strings, of your life. What do I mean by this? And again, disclaimer, I'm a very uneducated man just talking about my own experiences. And hopefully it makes some sense to someone when I go off on my tangents and my waffles. And people will be like, oh, I feel like that sometimes. I don't feel as alone anymore. And with this one, it it, it came from a place, I'm not going to lie, of ego. To the point where I did make this episode quite precociously, maybe two or three times, because I was compelled by my ego to make it and to, like, debunk a mindset that revolved around me. An opinion around me that wasn't even mine. So a bit of context, a bit of backstory. Um, A friend who I've been... Um, reconnecting with recently 
we've been very open, very honest about our relationship. And we were talking about the years we actually did spend in each other's lives. And they said, do you remember when you were completely enthralled by the fitness industry and trying to be a fitness influencer and your whole mindset around going to the gym? And I was like, yes, yeah, I had the best physique in my life, you know. I was trying to put out all this motivational content and they went very deadpan. Yeah, you were very addicted to that, weren't you? And that brought me back for a pause, my friend. Um, being addicted to being the best version of myself, to being motivated and motivational to other people. How can I be addicted to that? That's like a best kind of form for anyone to be in to try and help others why would I be addicted to that and at the time you know I laughed it off but instantaneously like I felt disrupted I felt you know like I was being personally and spiritually attacked for the mindset I thought I was cultivating for so many years back then and Something I always say is when you get annoyed or you feel attacked by another person's opinion or comment about you, give it five minutes. If you're still mad, give it five hours, five days, a week to just hold off until you know that you're actually upset by something rather than your ego has just been bruised. I, I never like using the phrase an ego being bruised. Because it always feels like the outer shell, which I guess the ego is. And then it comes back to something else I always say is, what is the why behind your goal or your drive for something? So on one hand, my ego was completely on red alert, being like, we are bruised, we are attacked, we need to retaliate to the mindset that this person has to make them realize that we don't have this kind of mentality, that we're not addicted then I was asking, why were they saying that? Why did I feel so hurt? Why did I feel so attacked by something that's meant to be, you know, interpersonally developed in myself? Like I was meant to try and develop the best version of myself. How can that be a bad thing? So the other day, um, out of the blue, like we met up, we laughed, we talked. Um, and I tried to be as open with myself as with them. And I asked, you know... When we last met up, you know, that comment really stung, that really hurt me, and I want to know where that came from. And they said, well, Stuart, you were constantly addicted to your weight, to how much you could push, and it wasn't even a case that you thought, you know, you were just trying to develop your strength or lose pounds it became almost like another eating disorder. And that hit me hard because growing up with body dysmorphia and eating disorders, I never wanted to go back to that place where I thought I resembled the boy, the young man that I was. But apparently I did without even realizing it. And now the only thing that I could see differently was the side of the spectrum I was on. Again, I know I'm waffling, friends. There is method to my madness. I, I am completely on a tangent, but it does lead out of the forest. Hold on, wait. 
I'm coming to the point that realizing that a past trauma that affected me, that, you know, caused me to have certain disorders, that spiked depression, even though I acknowledged it, I wonder, did I fully, for lack of a better word, accept that I'd gone through this traumatic experience as a child, as a young adult, as a young man? And how had that affected me in my everyday life now? And the answer is, I did accept it, and I did try and process and work through it. Because I had gone to therapy, people had told me they were there to support me, I had a loving community around me. Oh my gosh, I wish you could see it. I'm going off on a tangent. Oh my God, look, a butterfly. But I just saw a swan basically flying from one point of Loch Derg. And then all of a sudden, it just nosedived straight to the water. And then it started like slapping its feet. It was running on water. It was walking on water. This swan is Jesus Christ right now to me. Okay, okay. I, I need to take a moment, but like, that got me back on track. Even though we acknowledge and accept experiences, obstacles, trauma in our past and try to work away from it, that does not mean we have the power to disregard that that happened, omit it from our history. Because unfortunately it did. But when you try to omit something, oh, it never happened that that never happened to me, that experience, that is where the issues start later on down the line. Line, and for me, it was young man, you know, my early 20s, heavily influenced by the fitness community, frat boy, want to be image. And that's when I kind of realized, yeah, I was truly addicted to fitness Oh my gosh, the swan is going again. It is walking across the water. It is the best thing ever. I need to, I need to like put this on my story. If you don't follow me on Instagram, go follow me on Instagram because when this swan does it again, I'm running out of the car to get it. Oh look, a butterfly. But being addicted to the fitness uh, mindset, the industry in general, why? And I did genuinely believe that it was a personal choice to develop myself into the best version of myself, which I say now constantly. But back then, I think I was addicted to never feeling as powerless as what other people and myself made me feel. But why did I have that addiction? That addiction came from a lack of satisfaction in myself. And that's, that essentially, at the end of the day, is what all addiction is, to satisfy our needs in some way, shape, or form. And when I say that kicked me, it did, because realizing that the ego flared up again, I don't know if many people feel this, but you could agree with someone in an argument and be like, yeah, yeah, you're right about this thing, but you're definitely not right about this, especially when I'm involved because, you know, I know who I am. The defense mechanism of constantly wanting to justify our means and our needs is always going to be there. Oh my god, oh my god, 
there's this couple and they've got like this beautiful Alsatian dog and I just want to go out and pet it. They're, oh gosh, they're feeding it like dog food. Just besides, like, it is so pretty. This is summer in Ireland. I, I will send you a picture and I'll say, regards to the podcast. It will be on my Insta story. But anyway, with satisfaction and addiction and then not accepting every retort that was actually made and honest and true about oneself is an attack on your not only pride but integrity but unfortunately the pride will be the shield that will try and knock back the comments the views the opinions so it leaves one wondering why would you have an addiction to be satisfied in yourself and it's because it's trying to compensate for something you don't have right now and addiction for a lot of people could actually be something as small as food to as major as drugs or alcohol or sex. Whenever we think of an addiction, it's always very insidious. An addiction is a very bad thing. But you can't be addicted to food. You can't be addicted to breathing. That stuff you just need to be satisfied for the body to actually function. You can't be addicted to fitness because that's an amazing thing to have. To be fit, to be healthy, to be active, to be visceral. You can't be addicted to meditation because that's looking inward. That's being insular. That's trying to find a peace and serenity within yourself. How can that be an addiction? How can these good things be on the same spectrum as bad things? And in that sentence there, I even gave away the answer. It's a spectrum. It's a line. You can be addicted to all of these things for completely different reasons. And unfortunately, way back when, I developed this mentality, the subconscious mentality, that to be as fit as I possibly could, to be as aesthetic as I possibly could, to have as much sex as I possibly could, or have as many friends as I possibly could, followers, would be a satisfaction that... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The value in myself was nothing like when I was younger. Because I had no self-esteem, no integrity, no self-worth, which led me to a very dark 
point in my life, which I always say has affected me up until this point. Like, there are points when you go through traumatic experiences in your past that still affect you in your future. Depression will always be one of them. I always say I'm going to live with depression. And that is the honest truth. But the thing is, I don't have to be ruled by it. But that's a conscious choice that I make every time I know. <laughs> I'm too tired or down to get out of bed. I'm too tired or down to go to work, go to the gym. I consciously make the choice to do it because I know I'll feel 10 times better after it. How do we do that with subconscious actions that are there and that still pull those puppet strings? My example was the fitness. And the hard, honest, and blatant truth is you have to accept if you've healed or not fully from it. If you are truly satisfied at where you are in life. If you are happy with the idea of working towards your goal. And here is something so interesting that... And I know I've been pointing out now. Mental health awareness, affirmation, positive content for the last year and a half. But in some way, shape or form, it's only just clicked that we as individuals recognize the source of your suffering is the first step in relieving your suffering. Buddha. Our autonomy will still do whatever it can to keep us safe or in a state of flow and satisfaction. You can acknowledge something that has upset or angered you in your past or present but it could still affect your future subconsciously. You could still pull those puppet strings like Pinocchio. Everyone was using Pinocchio for their own self-grandeur, for their satisfaction. Pinocchio was happy to be used, whether he realized it or not, because he knew no better, because he was also satisfied along with them. It wasn't until Pinocchio became consciously aware of how individuals were abusing their power over him that he knew he had to move away from them. He had to break relationships, develop himself, have integrity, have power, taking power back. It wasn't until Pinocchio did become a real boy after the Blue Fairy saw him as true that his integrity was there. He was his own person. That he finally saw how much he was misled by others around him, by those behind him. Don't look at the man behind the curtain. Wasn't that the Wizard of Oz? What I love about this community of every individual, she, he, they, them, whatever the identity is, the attraction is, it's that we are never looking to be led by another person in this community. We are always walking together. And... I think that's what a lot of us need to do with our past that we have suppressed and said, I've accepted it happened, I've acknowledged it, so it will never affect me in the future. It's at the point where you dismiss it and you say it has gone away 
it will never be there again that they become like the puppet master if you if you will how many things do we do unconsciously without even thinking about it we dream unconsciously we breathe unconsciously if you put your hand into a fire unconsciously you're about to jerk it out you need to consciously keep your hand in that fire if you want to feel the pain if any of you are pyromaniacs don't listen to that clip and it is an interesting not so much conclusion but statements make that it's not so much about dismissing the trauma or the obstacle or the frustration that's happened to us or acknowledging it every day this happened to me they were mean to me they made me feel devalued i made myself do this i felt like that It's just not allowing yourself to be ruled because you have, you have thrown it into the wind. Should we say, I'm sorry, I'm looking at a bunch of ducks, literally. I think it's coursing each other, but it looks like they're attacking each other. When I say throwing to the wind, yes, it was an analogy for that duck there flying in my view. But I think it's about just dismissing what happened as though something never happened because that could skew your personal value subconsciously in yourself, which leads then to the subconscious reactions, subconscious mindset that could drive you in circumstances. Oh, really often a tangent. It's basically not being pulled by past circumstances but it's also not allowing yourself to be ruled by them for lack of a better phrase it's about walking with them every day we have a chance to progress in our life to be happier to be successful in whatever we want to do but you can't do that if you're also hiding your past. This is going to be another ridiculous story, but it's funny. It's kind of funny. Um, recently, I've been spending a lot of time with my mother. My dad has been off um, working, and you know, her home by herself, everyone's gone to bed. I didn't want her to feel alone. So I'd go to her house in the evening, and we'd literally just chat or watch TV. And I did the terrible thing of connecting Netflix to her main TV in the house. So it's not just on her phone because, you know, I wanted to watch TV with her. And she found this brilliant show called Ginny and Georgia. And now when I say my mother will binge, my mother binged seasons in days. I'd come in one evening and I'd say, what are we watching today? Dynasty. Oh, cool. What episode are you on? Season five, episode three. What happened to the other five seasons? Oh, I've watched them already. But I was here yesterday and we were watching Good Moms. Yeah, I know. 
But she puts on this show, Ginny and Georgia, and it's about a mother and a daughter. And the mother is constantly running away from her past, her trauma, but also what she did to survive her circumstances back then. And it was very touching in the sense that no matter how much you try and run away and become a better version of yourself, who you are now, emotionally and subconsciously, even physically, your body will be there to remind you, don't dismiss what happened to you, because it might affect you again. And it was a very interesting kind of roundabout way to come back to the fact this friend just acknowledged very aside flippantly, you know, you were very addicted to fitness back then. You look great now. You looked amazing back then, but you were addicted. And it came down to the fact where I thought I was addicted to become the best version. I wanted to look extremely sexy for my partners. I wanted to go do men's physique competitions. And though that was true in this circumstance, it was very true. I also wanted to compensate for the fact that I had no value in my physical appearance, my visceral energy for who I was back then. And it was a, it was amazing to think about it for so long that Something could still have been pulling my strings for so long. So it's not so much that we are Pinocchio. It's just the fact that some of our strings might still be there in place. One or two. For some of us. If we can acknowledge the why behind purpose for doing certain things, it can lead back to either the fact that we want to be accepted, be powerful, be loved, be better, to be more protected than who we were. But anyway, friends, I digress. How to cut your strings. <laughs> How to take back control of your life. Thank you so much if you made it to the end of this waffle podcast. I hope it's been a tiny bit insightful. I hope it's helped. We can live such rich and fulfilling and powerful lives as individuals, together, with lovers, with family. It's just a case of not letting your past define your future. So, I hope you have a good day, good morning, good evening, good night. To my friends, my enemies, my lovers, and everyone in between. This is Stuart. Thank you for being here. Guys, I thoroughly, thoroughly hope you liked this podcast. If you did, please give it a thumbs up, like, comment, subscribe. Tell me what you'd like to hear next, what we can discuss next. Tell me who you'd like me to bring on for interviews. Hear other people's stories, other people's truths and passions and purposes. But for now, I'm going to say a farewell, a good evening, good morning, good night, wherever you've listened to this, whenever you've listened to this. I hope your day is both well and the day you deserve.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.